Hello, I am Reese Wallace. And I'm Luke Clancy. And this is the Cedar Log. Hello and welcome. Today we'll be talking about Camp Heart from the 50s and to the 60s. And before we get into today's topic, I just want to set the scouting stage. So in 1950, it was actually a really big year for scouting as a whole. Uh, first off, it was the 40th anniversary of scouting. Second off, the second National Jamboree was held in Valley Forge, where about 47,000 scouts attended. 35th NOAC, or the National Order of the Arrow Conference, happened, where about 1,000 brothers uh, went to Indiana University, as well as Philmont, as you know it today, started to really grow its program and become such a staple in scouting. Finally, more of a civic duty. Scouting started to push voting and other civic duties across the United States, such as voting. And now I'd like to hand it over to Reese to talk about today's topic. Thank you, Luke. So we last left off with setting the scene for a major capital campaign that was used to develop heart. But this capital campaign was kind of a joint thing between Philadelphia Council and Valley Forge Council. So this capital campaign was trying to raise funds for Camp Hart, Delmont, Resica, and even TI. And these capital campaigns, well, it was one big massive one, but this, these, this effort would shape these camps as we know them today. So for Hart, in 1954, the East Side Health Lodge was first opened. And in 1959, the East Side QM was erected. But the really, really big thing from the capital campaign for Camp Hart was everything they built on the west side. The west side, you might not know what it is, but you really do know what it is. The west side is basically what you and I call Hart today. It's the main part of the camp as we know it today. So from 1956 to 1957, several projects were finished on the west side of Hart, thanks to this capital campaign and the work of many uh, volunteers, staff, and then I think there's some construction companies and other folks that helped out as well. So the swimming pool, as we know it, was built, the four family cabins, the dining hall, office, which is now Cozy Lodge. I believe that's what they mean by office when they're talking about the 50s. Uh, also the nature lodge, as we know today, they added showers to the east and west side there was a parking lot added so the parking lot that you use when you come to fall fest or any other event at heart the rifle range which is now used as the bb range at heart the staff site corman lodge which is now used for female staff housing during the summer and then the five winterized cabins at dick smith red fox yellow bear green turtle and gold stag so, Reese, uh, not to cut you off or anything, but you're saying that, like, most of the places built in the 50s are being used today still? Oh, yeah. Pretty much everything except the four family cabins. I don't really quite know what happened to them, uh, but they don't stand anymore. But I don't think they've been a thing since before I was born, to be honest. And I was born in 99. I don't ever recall hearing about them or even seeing them in my youth. So I don't quite know when those went away, but pretty much everything else is still used today. Um, okay, okay, thanks. Yeah, so with the dining hall being built uh, on the west side, the East Scouts on the East Camp uh, had 
uh, choice now where they could cook their own meals as normal. And that kind of goes back to uh, heart in its beginning years, or they could actually have meals delivered to them in these things called hot stacks. My advisor, uh, well, our advisor, me and Luke's advisor for the history committee, uh, Phil Hittner told me about those stacks and how they had these big old metal stacks and they would just fill them with food and bring them over to the east side. And in 1956, a suspension bridge called Bouncing Betsy was built to connect the east and west camps. And it was made out of telephone poles and a concrete support in, that's in the Unami Creek. You can still see that support sticking out of the water till today. And then in 1961, the OA grounds were added and they costed around $2,500. And the project was started by the ranger, Perry Long, the gentleman we mentioned in last episode. And the OA grounds were made of also cast-offs and old stones left over from the many, many quarry sites that are at heart. And it can hold around 500 folks and is, has really nice space and seating to do so. In 1962, the Corman Memorial Jewish Chapel was dedicated. It has stone walls to form a Star of David and seven rows representing the seven points of menorah. It can hold 200 worshipers. There's even a big old rock in the middle that stood for Mount Sinai, and it once had an ark in reference to the original ark. In 1964, 78 acres were added with the purchase of the Ziegler, Ziegler track. I'm probably butchering that last name. I do apologize. And then also that same year, the Christian Chapel, probably my favorite spot at Camp Park, was dedicated and built for $10,500. And if you've been there, you've seen kind of how the, build, the roof slouches or slopes. It is meant to look like two hands clasped in prayer. I believe the company that uh, architects that designed that chapel won an uh, award for it too. Might be wrong, but I think they won an award. And the Christian Chapel can hold around 250 people and some other smaller donations provided the cross uh, that's hanging there, the Bible and the altar. The altar and the Bible have long since been removed, but they were once there. 1965, a provisional Troop One was conducted as a sort of a training program, it seems like, for youth troop leaders. And then in 1969, the H. Paul Keebler Memorial Wall was built. So that wall is the same one that the muster staff now uses to line up for colors and the heart camp staff and heart scout reservation staff also uh, used to line up for colors for many, many years. And uh, Mr. Keebler was the camp director of heart from 1935 to 1937. And that pretty much gets us through all the main points of the 50s and the 60s for heart. I would just like to thank everyone for tuning into this week's podcast. If you guys have any questions, comments about Camp Heart or any future episodes, please feel free to contact us at history at org, or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you. Stay safe. Have a great day. Peaky.